This Can Do Podcast is brought to you by Blake Albina Thoroughbred Services. Blake Albina is a full-service bloodstock agency and consignment company representing clients at every major horse sale in the country. For more information, call Ron Blake at 859-396-4836 or Hunsley Albina at 859-621-0800. Whether an experienced owner or a newcomer to the game, Blake Albina has the knowledge and experience to help you achieve your goals in the thoroughbred industry. I got the horse right here, the name is Paul Revere, and here's a guy that says if the web is clear, can do, can do, this This is Bill Duncliffe. I want to welcome you back to a special Breeders' Cup Saturday handicapping edition of the Can Do Podcast. I'm joined by none other than earlier Season 5 guest Morty Mittenthal to handicap Saturday's races. Morty, as many of you know, uh, was in a two-part edition that we published earlier this season, and I heard from a lot of people how much they enjoyed Morty's stories of racing days of old, uh, and Morty's going to handicap these races uh, days of future. So, Morty, uh, I'm really looking forward to Saturday. I'm sure that you are as well. Are we ready to get to this? We are, Bill, and uh, just for the folks at home that didn't listen to the other podcast, just want to mention that I've been good or bad handicapping for 60 years since my first Preakness at the age of 13 at Pimlico, and uh, and I was the director of better relations and the handicapper at Pimlico Racetrack in the early 80s, um, so I have a little bit of background in handicapping. I just wanted to you, 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 that, you, but... You've been around. You, you've been around, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Just wanted to uh, bring up one thing that I think your listeners would really like, and that's a website that I've gone to the last few years I've discovered. It's from uh, Britain, uh, England, and the website is olbg.com. O, L is in Larry, B is in boy, G is in great.com. And it's a fabulous betting website, both for horses and other stuff, but um, they really do a deep dive into the Breeders' Cup trends over all the years. And some things that I never would have known on my own, and it's it's terrific information. So as an example, on Friday, even though we're not handicapping the races on Friday, um, the juvenile turf, I had a horse in there that I just love called Gretzky the Great, and I was going to use him on top. Now I will still use him, but I'm also going to now have him underneath. And the reason is, OLBG points out that in all the Breeders' Cup years, a horse that a two-year-old horse in this juvenile turf that has been off for 26 days or more is 0 for 35. They have never won the race. And Gretzky, the great last race was September 20th. Now, another thing that's interesting with OLBG brings up is um, the most wins of this juvenile turf is, uh, is the track Newmarket from England, and they've had six wins, which is a lot in this mm. race because this race hasn't been going on all that long. Um, now, there is a horse in the race that now I'm, I was going to use anyway, but now I think I'm going to move him to the top, and that's a horse called Cadillac, and his last race was October 10th, which means he fits within the 26-day period, and also uh, he also ran at Newmarket last time. So that's just a couple of things. Now, again, it's, you still have to handicap, and maybe Gretzky the Great will still win and break that over 35, because it happens. We've seen that many times. But over 35 is a pretty, pretty over good Over 35 time. is a strong so, trend. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. anyway, so yeah. that's I just wanted to point that out. So 
if you all want to check out olbg.com, it's something you might want to take a look at, and it's great for all the races. I look at it for all the races, so and I'll use it as I go through. So anyway. I'm liking Cadillac already because Morty, I can tell you, my birthday is October 10th. Uh, now I'm a I'm a bit of a Yugo well, there more, you than, go. more than I am a Cadillac, but I like I like the, <laughs> I like the hunch action there. So <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right, all right. So now we're moving on to Saturday. Yeah, let's talk about the Philly and Mayor Sprint first. That really looks like a Speed-laden race. Uh, you know, there's the obvious suspects, Serengeti, Empress, Gimeen, maybe Venetian Harbor, but even maybe even a, this horse in the midst of the biz, and it's at the demanding seven furlong distance. So what do you think, Morty? Does it set up for a closer? Will there be a wire job? What do you think? Well, I think, Bill, you're absolutely right. I think in the midst of the biz, which is a real six furlong speed horse, will definitely draw the four hole, will definitely be going out. And Gamine's in the two, Sangretti Express is in the seven, and she's gone longer distances. She, I don't, she's fast when she wants to be, but I have a feeling from the seven he's, she's going to let, uh, let these other two probably go and try to sit off. But, so I kind of do see a meltdown race here. I mean, the, the horse with the, you know, the, clearly the figures that are so far better than anyone's is Gamine. But, again, you know, it's, she hasn't beaten much when she ran those huge numbers, and she was 30 cents on a dollar, 70 cents on a dollar. So I think if, if in the midst of the biz gives her trouble, then I think at seven furlongs it could cer- certainly help set it up for Sangretti Express, Empress, I should say. Um, but if it's a true meltdown race, I, I really like Bell's the one. I, I really like the nine horse. And... Uh, uh, there's a couple things I like about her. Number one, she, uh, she uh, one thing about these sprints, and again, this also uh, comes from LOBG, is um, fresh horses do way better in these sprints. I mean, you really want fresh horses. You can't have horses coming in off a tough race, even if it looks like they've had a month. It's yeah. not enough. You really want a fresh horse. So Belza won last race of September 5th. She had three months, months off, if you'll see, and then she had three preps. And then uh, now she's had two months off before this race. She runs great on the layoff. You can look at the running mm-hmm. line. I won't go through it, but she runs really good on the layoff. So she's fresh. She's drawn outside. I think she'll be, you know, she'll be stalking, you know, probably five lengths back or so. And if it's a meltdown race, I'd say she's really the one. I would still use Sangretti Empress. Um, and then the other closers, you'll see them in the form pretty obvious. Sconson is fresh, also a, an improved closer. Um, Sally's Curlin is fresh, another closer. Um, Speech um, is another closer, and I think they all have to be used. Venetian Harbor, I don't know what they're going to do with her. She's like, <laughs> she gets involved early. She, yeah. yeah, she's going to be in real trouble. Yeah. So, you know, I guess one way to play it uh, from a betting standpoint is to put Gamine on top, figuring, okay, she has the best numbers by far, and she does have Baffert. She is coming in fresh. You know, she's been given the time. And put her on top and put the closers underneath Bell's the One, Sally's Curl and Sconson's and Grady Express and Speech. So that's only five horses underneath, one, two, three, four, yeah, five. So that's a $20, $1 try ticket, you know, try, mm. try key, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. And then take the, the four closers, and put those in a in a fifty cent try ticket because that would pay quite a lot if you can get Gamine off the ticket, um, and box those you know with Sangretti Express. So anyway, that's uh, that's one way to, to 
Okay. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this being a, a meltdown race. That was my reaction as I looked at it also. One thing you mentioned, though, I just want to ask you about, and, and I, I'm with you on Bell's the one. That's that's the one that I kind of picked up on. Likes Keeneland, likes the distance. Yeah, those likes are all, Keeneland, I forgot. Yeah, yeah those are all good things. But um, Kameen is interesting because of the Baffert factor. As we all know, he's been uh, in the news lately with a, a, a raft of medication issues, violations, uh, whatever you want to call them. Do you think, you know, I, I guess the question presupposes that there is some guilt there, but do you think there's going to be extra scrutiny around the Baffert barn this week and that perhaps could impact performance? Yeah, you know, it's a good, it's a very good point. I mean, we just don't know how much these things have helped these horses. It seems like they've helped him quite a bit. He, I mean, he, he really even hasn't been caught on the, on the, on the real good stuff that's probably helping these horses, if it's true, like EPO, you know, mm. some kind of a, you know, so the stuff they're catching them on is, you know, could help them a bit, but it's nothing compared to what some people suspect is going on, because it seems like his horses just get stronger and stronger, you know, as they go through the stretch. So, you know, yeah, I think they'll be, I think they'll be, they always scrutinize all these horses in the Breeders' Cup, and I'm sure they will here. She's I'll, She's being allowed to run. She, uh, you know, she's been training amazingly. And you know what this guy can do. So I, you know, at this point, I have to kind of throw that out of my head. Or it, you really get, you really get screwed up <laughs> you, if you're worried. You know, <laughs> even though it's a good, it's a very good point. TMI, as like kids like to say, right? Too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> TMI. Exactly. All right. So, anyway, so that's how I'm going to play. All right, so, so Morty, we move on to the turf sprint here. That, now, this is interesting in that the fall in Kentucky, it looks like. The turf course is probably going to be as firm as it can be in the fall in Kentucky. And you've got you got the newly minted turf sprinter and get stormy. You've got Imprimis, who has come back strong for Joe Orsino off of a ten month layoff. This glass slipper, the Euro Invader with the jockey Tommy Eves comes over. Um, it looks like there may be some decent pace in there between this big Renier Bombard just might. How do you think this one sets up? It's an interesting race. Yeah, you know, um, it is a very, it's always an interesting race, and uh, I, I, uh, I really do, I, I do really think it's come down to, to these two horses, but um, uh, again, uh, it, this race is such, you know, it's always kind of crazy, but here's an interesting stat, too, um, the best, the best uh, course for for Breeders' Cup turf winners is Santa Anita. Horses that have won at Santa Anita uh, have won this turf sprint like seven times or something. I mean, it's a pretty pretty big number. Yeah. So I'm looking at this big runner. Um, he started late as a four-year-old, and uh, he had he had uh, you know three strong races and improving in each one. In the buyer figs, you see he goes from 90 to 96 to 97. Uh, he's been the favorite every time it, since he put the blinkers on when he came out. Um, but he started late, and, you know, sometimes these late developers take a little bit more time to really hit their stride. So he's five years old now. Um, I, I And coming from Santa Anita where, you know, he's, he's running some fast fractions, 43-4, 43-2, you know, 21-1. Mm. Yeah. Those are the kind of fractions you need in this race. Um, his figure, nine, the 97, is not great. Um, you'd want more than that, but if he can have a move, make a move forward, he's had six weeks, so he's coming in fresh. And uh, if he makes a move forward, I could see this horse running, you know, a 103 or 104. That might be good enough to win it. The problem is, 
he draws the one hole, and it doesn't look like he always breaks that sharp. He's he breaks ninth, sixth, fourth, ninth, eleventh, seventh seconds. So um, he's got to get out of that one hole because if he gets, you know, the two hole next the horse next to him, the two horse who I'm not that crazy about, but he does have some speed, could really you know cost him if yeah, if he doesn't get out. So I'm, but it'll be a nice price. I you know I think he'll be pretty much overlooked. I think he's eight to one, and he might end up going more than that. Doesn't you know look like his speed figures are quite as good. Um, and the trainer, nobody, you know, Victor Garcia, very, nobody knows him. They don't know the jockey, J.J. Hernandez, who comes from up north of California. So I'm going to take a shot with him, but uh, the other horse that I'm going to definitely use is the seven, Leinster. Uh, he, lo- he loves Keeneland. He's four for three. And, he, uh, again, he had long ri- a long layoff, which I really like, and then he had two races and, and, then a, and showing that he was informed, then another layoff and a prep. Last month, one, one nicely uh, again getting a hundred. So he's kind of matched his last two buyer numbers, one hundred one, a hundred. That's always yeah. a good sign. Yeah. Now he's five. He's five also. Um, he's had a lot of dances, but the thing I like about him is he was given some. I mean, this horse has run a lot, as you can see. But then he was given the time. So I think he's coming into this race really fresh. He's drawn well in the seven. He'll definitely be up close enough. Um, and he's, you know, he's seven for eight in the distance, one, two. So those are my two top. Then you can throw almost anybody in the three em- empress, yeah. Yeah. you know, glass slippers perhaps. They don't seem to do well in this race, but this horse, if you look, he's, uh, he stayed, you know, he can stay up close, but he also doesn't break well. Look, he's off slow. He dwelt. I mean, if this horse dwells, dwelts or off slow in this race, he can forget it. So, you know, I put him underneath. I yep. just respect him underneath. Uh, front run the Fed, the four horse I'd put underneath uh, just because he's a 40 times stud fee. Uh, you and I talked about that. Stands for 7,500. He was sold for 300,000. That's tremendous. And it is Chad Brown, you know, and so I'm going to put him. Is so, got Stormy. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, got Stormy yeah. is not the same horse, I don't think, as she was. She's. But I'll put her underneath. Uh, to me, it's the, it's those two. One, but again, that's how I'm handicapping. Yeah, anyway. A couple uh, things, just real quick. I would say, Rusty Arnold yeah, is please. oh, Texas you know, Wedge and Wildman Jack. I'm sorry, I'm also going to throw underneath in a in a ticket. Again, a five. Just for your listeners who don't bet these that often, a five horse key underneath the horse is twenty dollars for a dollar. And of course, there's fifty cent trifectas. You don't have to bet the twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, six horses underneath is thirty dollars for a dollar, and seven horses underneath is forty two dollars for a dollar. So again, you can do it for half and you put twenty one dollars up for a fifty cent try. If you have an eight to one shot on top, you know, that's not bad. Or you can put the two and then the others under you know, there's there's ways to play it, but that that's how I like to do it. Anyway, what was your question? I'm sorry. No, a couple I would say uh one thing I noted about uh Leinster, not only does he like Keenla, but Rusty Arnold, pretty solid second off the layoff, and that was a that was a bang up effort, you know, first off the layoff. So you have to like that one. I was interested in for a different reason, um, Alexandra, and I will mention it to you that um, first of all, I think the race is a little short for her. Okay, um, I think she would prefer six, six and a half or seven. Um, the second thing I would say is that this was something I came across in 2018, and I mentioned to you earlier this week that. Horses who were heading for the sale ring in the Breeders' Cup at Churchill in 2018, even some highly regarded horses, did really not perform all that well. And I noticed on Blood Horse, they have, if you go to Blood Horse, you can find the article. It has the 19 Breeders' Cup horses that are headed, headed for the sale ring. 
Um, oh, for this year, 19? Yeah, 19, yeah. Wow, wow. So wow. you can find that. Now, I, I did a little bit of research, and I tried to, I asked people, what do you think the reason is? Is it that they don't want to push the horse, and they're scared of, you know, uh, impacting the sale value? And, of course, as all, as all conversations on social media devolved, it just devolved very quickly into they don't run horses enough, and this is all about money, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't really get a good answer on why it is, to be honest with you. But, right, um, right. But you've noticed a trend. Yeah. It is a trend right so there. So just something yeah. to keep an eye on. And like I said, I believe it's on Blood Horse. You can find the um, information on who is heading to the sale ring uh, on Tuesday, really, at, at, at Keeneland. It's op- it, it, it opens huh. on Tuesday. So Okay. Um, as far as Alessandra, I tossed her just because yeah. she's too far back. I mean, it, yeah. this, this yeah. race is over before you know it. Exactly. Gonna, exactly. So, so, so morning, the, moving on here, yeah. nothing says class. Yeah, dirt mile. Yeah, nothing says class like a race named the Big Ass Fans Dirt Mile, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And this is a yeah. race I, I think I mentioned to you earlier in the week. I don't particularly like it. I think it... I think it takes away from the classic. I think it, to a lesser degree, it takes away from the sprint. Um, there's a, you know, it's a shorter run into the first turn. Post positions, especially at Keeneland, post positions become important. Um, what do you think about this one? Well, you know, I agree with everything you said, but it is what it is, and we're handicapping, and we want to try to make money, and yeah. depending on which race we can make money, then that's not so bad. <laughs> let's not be, let's um, not be discriminating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not crazy about the race. I'm not going to put much into it. The two horses that I really like, you know, um, as the one horse art collector, Drew Well, I, I, I said to you before, the Preakness, I didn't like him there. He was getting some, you know, he was two to one, and I, I had tossed him just because I knew they wanted, for whatever reason, the way this guy trains, he wanted a prep race before the Derby, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And he got that prep race by running him in the Ellis Park Derby, had that perfect, and that was perfectly set up for him to go a month later in the Kentucky Derby. Then he got hurt, and he had to be off. And I didn't like the fact that he, he you know, how, however much he could have trained him into the Preakness, I have no idea, but I know he wouldn't have run a horse that was hurting. He definitely wouldn't have done that. But he certainly ran a horse that was not ready. And he, this whatever, however he trains, and he's, he's a nice trainer, but he's, you know, uh, he he wanted a prep and he didn't get it. Well, now he got it. it to me, the Preakness was always a prep for this dirt mile. And, uh, and or, or the Classic, but he decided, you know what, this horse quite, is not quite up to the Classic, so I'm going to put him in here. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, he's going to be a, a decent price at that 6, 8 to 1, maybe, or maybe, I don't know. Um, so to me, he's definitely worth putting in uh, first or second. Uh, you know, he is a nice horse. He's got some figures. He, you know, he fits fits the race running style-wise. I mean, every every wise to me. He, you know, he's won at seven furlongs. He was okay as a sprint. You know, so he, but the horse, I think everybody's, you know, the wise guy horse, and everybody's going to be on him. I can't not be on him. Is the five horse Nick Go? I mean, it's just, right. it's just, you know, this horse. You know, he he. I mean, he was just a monster. He is. Ever since Brad Cox, and I don't know what that guy's using, but something's <laughs> weird about that guy too. Seriously, I mean, it's crazy this guy. But but look at this improvement from Ben Colebrook, who's not a bad trainer. I mean, you know, he's I mean, a little better than average. And look what he's done with this horse. This is you know he he moved him up from you know the best number he ever had before was a 93 in the Ellis Park Derby, and now he runs a hundred, and then he goes and has more time off and he, you know, more of a layup. Like, wait a second, this horse is pretty good. Let's see what we can do. Gave him a bunch of time, came back on a layoff, and he runs a 107 just 
you know, now it's 80 cents on the dollar. I agree it was easy, but he's loose on the lead. He's geared down, so I don't think that race has taken too much out of him. And, I mean, if this horse runs back to that race, it's just over. I mean, I you know, I don't like to say it, but I, I think it's over. So, you know, to me, now, again, he doesn't have the class. He hasn't run in grade 1s. I mean, he had he ran in the BC Juvenile as a grade 1, but that was as a 2-year-old. He ran second at 40 to 1, so mm -hmm. that was a race. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, uh, that was a Churchill, not a Keeneman, but, so, I don't know, to me, I'm, I'm going to make it those two, I'm, you know, if I'm right about those two, I'll put a few underneath, I'm going to, you know, and, and it doesn't have to cost me very much money, I'll, I'll put Jesus' team as a long shot in there, I'll put Owendale, he's honest, I'll put Silver Dust, he'll, he'll, he fits and he'll close, uh, and that's about it. So, you know, just a few horses. So uh, yeah. it's not a big race for me, Nico, to be honest. Look, I, I, I see what you're saying on Nick's go. There's a couple things I would – first of all, I'll tell you a quick, very quick funny story. If you go back in his past yeah. performances, I was at Saratoga the day of the Sanford, uh, July 21st of 2018, and I loved him yeah. that day at 17 to 1. Yeah. And I unloaded mm. on him, and the race was over yeah. very quickly, I can tell you. Um, mm. <laughs> so I put him on my watch list, and he next time out at Arlington, he – doesn't run very well, right? Third by six. So I took him off the watch list. Then you can see a Keeneland. He wins the next one at 70 to one after I took him <laughs> off the watch list. <laughs> ain't, that the, ain't that the truth? Oh, my God. Is that crazy or what? But you know what's interesting there, Bill? Mm -hmm. And again, I, I didn't play it. Um, but he puts that's lazy. The first time he ever had Lasix was that race at 70 to one. Check that out. So isn't that interesting? He, had, he had not run with Lasix before that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The other thing I well, would say real quick oh my about God. Brad Cox yeah. is that, yeah, um, please. right or wrong, I when I see Cox and Florent Giroux, that's almost an automatic bet for me, to be honest with you, because they're that good yeah. together. And I noticed that he puts Florent Giroux on Owendale, not on Nick's Go. So I don't know uh -huh. if that means anything or not. Um, you know, uh -huh. uh, But it's just... Uh, you know, maybe it's, does it end up being a Brad Cox double? It's, it's quite possible, yeah, right? Yeah, well, um, I'm definitely going to use Owendale for sure. I mean, I'll, I'll have him underneath in the ticket, and if you run second, I'll probably hit it too, but it, my main two are, are Art Collector and Nexco, but yeah, no, Owendale. Okay. All right, so we're, so, anyway, we're into the Philly and Mayor Turfing now, and, uh, yeah. this yeah. is a race that I historically, I, I can tell you, any time a turf race gets beyond a mile and an eighth, I have very little clue. So I don't know if you can help us or if OLBG can help us, but somebody, please, deliver me <laughs> from my pain here. That's funny. Yeah, well, it's a mile and 316, so it's just a 16th mile longer. You'll probably do fine. I still it's lose. It's only it. a 16th mile longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just take you know, take that extra walk around the neighborhood. You'll be fine. All right. <laughs> anyway, so one, one thing that's good here, and I'm really happy they've done this. I think this is the second year or third year. Is it the, it's, this starts the pick six, and it's only a dollar, which is great. You know, it, it really includes so many more people, and it's a dollar, not not two dollars. So I think that's great. I, I I've never, I think I mentioned the thing. I've never hit a pick six. I've never even hit five. I think maybe I did hit five one day at Santa Anita, but but I, I'm not good at it. I may go ahead and give it a flyer this year because it's a buck, and you know, put twenty four bucks in or something. You know what I mean? But I'm not. But anyways, I just wanted to mention. That. As far as this Philly and Mare turf, I, I I do like the race. Um, and, you know, again, I like another front runner here, um, and that's Mean Mary. I just think this horse is and uh, is just so dangerous. Um, again, I love what Grand Motion has done here. Gave her a few months off. Mm -hmm. She had uh, 
she had some time off and then uh, run, gives her two preps, June 27th and another uh, two months to August 23rd, wins by five and then second by a neck on the lead, uh, first time in a grade one, led all the way right to the end when rushing fall caught up and beat her, but she was still very game. And I think Grand Motion says, okay, I'm pointing this horse for the Breeders' Cup, no question. He's taken her off. You can see all the steady works. And um, and now he's had uh, he's had all this time off again, and the horse is terrific off the layoff. You can you can see it back in the form. Um, and uh, so, I, you know, there's nobody that's going to run with this horse. There's just nobody. And uh, she'll run on... On, you know, I'd prefer good to firm ground. I don't know how she'll do on soft, although Dynaformers, you know, do have a number from the Mike Helm as a decent soft number, so she might be okay. But did have you, by the way, I meant to ask, have you checked the weather? Is it supposed yeah, to be nice the, weather, the rest we're of the be, week? Or? We're going to be fast and firm, definitely. There's no rain oh, good. In the forecast okay. at all. And right now oh, on Tuesday, the turf course is rated as good. Um, it's supposed to be windy the next couple of days, which I think will help dry it out. Uh, no, I think we'll be fast and firm. And I'll tell you what, me and Mary, yeah. as far as me and Mary goes, uh, I think one of my criticisms, and I think a lot of criticisms of uh, criticism from a lot of horse players, is these jockeys. Maybe it happens more in New York, uh, but that are on a speed horse, and then they the gates open and they tug the horse back. Well, you're not going to have that problem mm. with Luis Saez. I mean, if he no, you won't have that problem with Louis. No, yeah, that's true. If he's you're on right. a speed horse, yeah, he's, he's going to send him. And uh, exactly, that's become one of my quick shorthand bets honestly if i see luis Ayaz on a on a speed horse i'm i'm gonna bet him unless there's a ton of other speed in the race and i agree with you it doesn't look like there's a lot um i have found that honestly <laughs> in, in these europeans when it says track leaders are up close it's not the same yeah. as as, as no. over here you know um no so definitely not you get mean mary that's that's your that's your your top pick there yeah i mean it, you know it, and i'm sure she'll you know she'll be probably probably second choice to to Russian Fall, I'm guessing. But she's you know she's only going to be probably three to one. I would love to have seven to two, four to one. But to me, if they beat her, they beat her. Now I will say this: the the the, the horses that could beat her, and it would be definitely been more helpful for them to have some give in the ground. Maybe not. You know, a lot of these European horses they do they love coming over here because they get a firmer course they know they're not going to get a bog like they have to run in over there sometimes but they still like a little give in the ground they really are used to having a little bit of give and if it uh, the one thing i heard about keeneland you can correct me is that because in the fall november the grass is start they're starting to lose it's starting to thin out let's say and and so i don't know how thick it'll be it'll be firm but if it's starting to thin out that means it'll even be faster than yeah, it normally would yeah, be, yeah, right? Yeah. See, so, point, right. Yeah. you know, so yeah. I don't know whether the Euros will like it or not, but the other horses I'm going to use is the 11 horse Ardara from French, from France, I should say. Big improvement. Uh, the, this is the right distance for this horse. She'll be able to stay somewhat close. I agree with you that it's not the same, but you, at least you see... Keen tracking leaders, prominent track leaders. You know, I mean, you know, she might be five, six lengths, hopefully. You know, maybe not more, mm -hmm. more than that back. But the other thing I really like, she ran against a slow pace in the last. She ran against that complete bog at Longchamp. I mean, apparently that was one of yeah. the deepest courses, yes. really heavy. Yeah. Um, so, but what I love about this horse, and one of my favorite, favorite things, is how this horse outruns her odds every time. 
Look at her down uh, 18 to 1, second, right? Um, 12 to 1, wins. 47 to 1, wins. I mean, that tells you there must have been some pretty good horses in that grade 1 Darlie Pree. For this horse to have just won at 12 to 1, now I know it was just a little handicap stake, but to go into that race at 40 and to win, I mean, it's one thing to run third or fourth. And then then they still didn't believe her, and she's 15 to 1 in that next race. She runs third there. I mean, uh, you know, and that's against Tarnawa, who, who's running in the turf race, in right. the big race. So she has to be used. And then the other horse I'm definitely using is uh, the other uh, European horse, the John Gosden Terabellum. Uh, had a nice layoff and then a prep. I love, I, I've always loved these long races where they give them some time and then they give them a prep. They're not. They're not worn out, you know. They're just they're just coming into their own. And again, she ran on this heavy course at Newmarket. Um, I don't know how heavy it was, but it must not have been that great. And uh, now she'll be probably a little further back. But you know, John Godston, you can't fault him. And, and again, better firm. You go back to her, you know, the uh, her firm, good to soft race. She's in 15. She's second by a head, and then the great fast, she wins. So I think she, she wants to come over here. So I'm going to box those three just to be on the careful side, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Mean Mary on top of uh, certainly the uh, Audria, the 11. I'm going to use the 14 Cayenne Pepper uh, just because I love Cayenne Pepper. No. <laughs> um, and I'm going to use my sister Nat, the five horse, uh, Long shot play. These are just strictly underneath, only not on top. Peace, peaceful from Ireland, rushing fall, and Sister Charlie. So I don't know if that's six or seven horses, but I, I never go more than seven, but it could be okay. seven. Um, but let's talk about rushing fall for a second. Yes, go ahead, because she, be the is favorite. One of those, she is one of those breeding shed uh, horses. Uh, the, well, that's very interesting. Breeding sale horses. So go ahead, though. Go ahead. What's your what, what do you want to okay. say? Okay, I didn't I didn't know that, but I was I would have to put her on the ticket just out of respect for Chad Brown and the horse. But I didn't know that. I'll still put her underneath. But now I'm glad to hear I wasn't going to put her in my top three, and so that helps me even more. The the horse loves Keeneland, obviously. I mean that's just incredible. Five for six. Uh, she could handle soft, but but we're not going to worry about that. But here's the question. Why hasn't he run this horse at this distance before? This horse has never run more than a mile and an eighth. I mean, this horse has never run a mile and a quarter. Um, you know, some of these uh, mile and sixteenth and mile and eighth at Belmont and miles—they're all just one. They're one-turn turf races on the Widener Widener course, right? So I'm just—you know—it's only a sixteenth more, but these turns are tighter, and. And now you bring this other thing up. So I have to use her, but I'm, if she's the favorite, I think it's a terrific play against. I really do as far as yeah. the favorite. A defensive use so. then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, okay. so I'm going to mention that. All right. Okay. I like it. So we're on to right. the sprint here. There's a, there's a yeah. ton of storylines. Yeah. Of course, the news this morning is that Nashville is, oh. I think, wisely not going to go into the, the right. sprint here. Uh, no, but no, you've got no. Yapon and Echo Town for Asmussen. Vacomba comes in, uh, four-month layoff, but had a foot injury. Frank's Raquette actually chooses to go here instead of in the uh, Philly and Mare sprint, I think because of the distance. You got the fourth Breeders' Cup sprint for Whitmore. Is, is the fourth time going to be the charm, or, or what do you think here? Mm. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, 
I really, again, I'm not crazy about this race, so I'm not going to put a ton in, but um, I think you have to use Yupon just because her numbers, I mean, she, I mean, with Nashville out, this horse is really fast early. I mean, you can see the 21 4 44 3 22 1 so, and so this horse is fast early and gets good figures. I mean, consistent 101 199. Um, so, um, I, you know, she's been, uh, I, you know, I, she's a three year old. Three year olds have won this race, they don't win it as often, but they have won it. It's, it's not. Not great that it's, she's three, but run happy one at three and another one run at one at three. I think there's been two in the last ten years. But so this horse is the fastest, has to be used. Um, Vacoma, who I think is definitely the best horse and should win, and and George Weaver thinks he's coming up to the race fantastic. I love the fact that this horse is fresh. I mean, he's the fresh freshest horse by mm. far, and again mm. in these sprints, the fresh horse is great. I think should be able to keep up. The only problem is, um, you know, he won a six furlong race in his maiden race, but usually horses that don't come off of six furlong races do not do well in this race. Um, and, of course, his last races were mile and seven furlongs, but because they've been, uh, you know, long enough away and the fact he's fresh, you know, drew the 14, which I, I really do like. I like outside speed um, because they get to... One thing you'll notice about the Breeders' Cup is when jockeys have horses that have drawn either in the middle or inside, they all feel like they absolutely have to go so they're not boxed in, they're not blocked, mm. you know, and they tend to be way more aggressive. When they, You'll look it back and you'll see outside horses, closers and sprinters, uh, closers and front runners, yep. but especially the front runners, they, they just run relaxed out there because nothing's going to get in their way. Even if they have to go a little bit further, it doesn't bother them because they're clear. They do not. They do not have to, and they don't take the dirt and everything else. So this horse draws the fourteen. So he's used to running a little longer anyway. I think he's definitely going to want to keep him uh, wide. That's a good call. Yeah, that's a very good point. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, I don't like the fact that he hasn't done well. He hasn't run that much at six. But I just think he's he's just the best horse. I mean, nobody's got a one ten or a one o four in this race. So. I, he, to me, he's a single, but I'm going to respect Yupon enough that if, if Vacoma can't quite catch up, those are my top two for sure. Um, I have respect for Frenzy Fire. I'll put him underneath. I don't think he can win. CZ Rocket, I definitely am going to put in um, because Peter Miller is just such a great sprint trainer. I mean, you have to admit, this guy is just, you know, when it comes to sprints and Not sure what sprints, he's doing, he's, but yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. mean, he's just, and, you know, he's had six weeks, he's had a long campaign, but then he's given him six weeks and trained him up here. He doesn't have great numbers, though, so you go back to last September, he had a 104, but basically he's a high 90s horse. Diamond's up, I'll throw him in. Again, these are all underneath. Um, I will say this, that uh, seven winners of this race have come from Santa Anita. So, again, because it's such a fast track, and there's fast horses out here. I mean, that's just the fact. So that's why I also want to use CZ Rocket. Um, I'll use the the Jasper Prince from, from Japan just because he's the 13, and he'll be he'll be, uh, uh, he'll be out of trouble. You know, I think mm -hmm. he'll – and he's run seven furlongs many times. And look, talk about a horse outrunning his odds. 
37 to 1 in a 16 horse field finishes 3 to 1. Then he goes in another 16 horse field at 13 to 1 and wins. He's 10 to 1 in a 14 horse field and wins. So I don't know what's going on over there in Japan. And this horse looks like he'd have no chance. But, you know, I'll throw him in underneath. Maybe he'll get, listen, he'll be 50 to 1. And if he comes in third then or fourth, then you get a nice trifecta. So that's, that's how I'm playing the race. No chance, no chance for the Billy Mott horse, the Frank's Rockette. I just don't see it because um, I, you know, I, I, I think he's really, she's really, really fast, and I wouldn't say no chance, but a three-year-old filly against uh, these horses, including CZ Rocket and 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 uh, and obviously Yupon. I mean, I, I don't know how she's going to get away. I mean, um, you know, she'll have the six. Yupon has the ten. If the 10 breaks really well and clears her, then she's done. If he wants to sit right off of her, the two of them could set it up for Vacoma. But I don't, I don't see her sticking around. I, and I don't know. I just don't. She's never run against males before as a three-year-old. I, I don't know. I like Billy Mott, but I, I, it's and you know, sprinting's not really his game anyway. No, Bill Mott. No, I mean, that's this, a good point. it's a that's nice filly, but. You know, but you, you like this filly, right? Well, uh, it's just an interesting choice. Although to, to run in this race, although I think the race has more to do with the distance, I don't think he wants the horse to go seven. The only reason why I like right. the horse is if you go back to the victory ride at Belmont, um, she was pressed all the way around, um, and it looked like the length of the stretch, the horse to her outside. I believe it was to her outside. I just, I just put the past performances down, um, but I believe it was the horse to the outside. Looked like. She was going to go by Frank's Rockette every step of the way, and she never, ever let that horse go by. So if the choice is more about the distance than it is about where the horse fits, then I'm less enamored. Um, but when a, when a trainer like Billy Mott makes that kind of choice, you, you got to at least think about it, I guess, right? Um, oh, absolutely. So, totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I guess my only counter argument, you know, remember uh, point counterpoint uh, and <laughs> counterspin sure. on with Bill I'll be Buckley Shane and, uh, you go ahead. You be yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Jane, you ignorant slut. Remember that? Yeah, Jane. Curtin. Yeah, yeah. Remember Dan Aykroyd on yes, Saturday? Night. Jane, you ignorant slut. Um, but the only thing I would say in, is the horse was forty-five cents on a dollar, so she was clearly considered the way the best horse. So I don't know who was looking her in the eye. It certainly wasn't Yupon. No, it wasn't the greatest. Coma. Team, I, I agree with you. Yeah, agree. and yeah. then she only had to go. She only had to go forty-five two. You know what I mean in that race. So. And that was six and a half. So, Ian, I don't know. She's going to have to go 43 here, whether she likes it or not. And I just I just see that as her undoing. Anyway. Yep. All right. Moving All right. on to the mile. The mile. And uh, what, a so... great, what a great race this always is. Oh, my God. It's just, I mean, whether I, I don't even win it very often, but, <laughs> God, what a great race. Seriously. It's just. Yeah, it is. I mean, it Gold is. Vodka and. and Six perfections. I mean, horses like that. Oh don't my mention, God! Don't I mention just... six perfections to me. That cost me a three thousand dollar pick three. <laughs> Here's another story. Oh, good. Tell us about six perfections, Bill. Jeez, I, had, I had. I was alive in the pick three, and I had the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth place finishers. <laughs> I did not mm, have wow. six perfections. And by the way, before the race, yeah. she they were having a hard time loading her into the gate, and I was I was at Santa Anita that day, and I kept saying, "Yeah, I was there too. Just yeah, scratch this horse. Yeah. Just scratch this horse." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she was something, man. Yeah, yeah. She was. anyway. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, any other thoughts? And by the way, any horses from this in the sale from that last race? That uh, I believe about? no, no. But in this, uh, in in the mile, I believe Uni is okay. uh, going into the sale ring. So. Um, 
Who go. is that? I'm sorry. Uni. Uni is Which horse? Uni, right? Is Uni in this race? Uni? Uh, Uni, yes. Yeah, Uni, Uni is in the yes. race. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's going, Chad going Brown. Going in the sales ring. Yeah. Yep, yep. Wow, these are two Chad Browns, Rushing Fall and Uni, going in the sales ring. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, um, here's, you know, again, I have a horse that I absolutely love in this race. I, I don't like it when I love these horses, but I do love this. And again, they're all not, usually, as you know, I'm a long shot player, um, and I'm not finding you know, super long shots. It could be, you know, six, eight, ten to one. This one probably will be maybe the second favorite, maybe the favorite. I, I don't know. They, I don't know how much respect they're going to give for this horse. But I really love the 11 Ivar. Um, I just love this horse. And I do have a little uh, little bit of sentimentality in the fact that Paula Lobo is one of my favorite trainers just because he's made me so much money. Uh, in uh, in a couple of races, including the race we talked about in the in the uh, podcast, which was uh, uh, Farda Amiga, which hit, got me that ten thousand dollar daily double with War Emblem. So, he, he, but he he really is a good. Anyway, check this horse out. He comes. He's four years old. Comes from Brazil. Uh, I mean, he's bred in Brazil, but came from Argentina and won uh, the two Grade One stakes there. And Grade One's Grade One, I guess. I mean, it's supposed to be anyway all over the world. So. Um, I guess, but anyway, favored and wins by six both times, no problem, on a heavy track, on a fast dirt track, so a heavy turf, then a fast dirt, uh, source can do anything, and then he comes to America, and his first start, he was given appropriate amount of time, goes to Ch Churchill, and, you know, doesn't run a very good race, but, uh, you know, not horrible for an 85, but then look at the next race, right, the very next race, a month later, jumps up to 100 and wins the same kind of allowance race or whatever that, you know, thing is, uh, $80,000, wins by two and 14 to one. So nobody right. liked this horse that day. They looked at the first race and said, oh, he's nothing. And now comes to Kentucky Downs, uh, gives him a little more time. I really like this, gave, gave some time off, uh, July, August, yeah, almost three months, comes to Kentucky Downs. Now, Kentucky Downs, as you know, is a very unusual track, right? They run uphill, and it's always deep and everything, um, And but it's it's a weird track, and uh, he comes in third there. He's 9-1, to one, but he gets, improves his buyer to 102, um, and then comes goes to Keeneland. So he's been here at Keeneland, which I like. And a month later, he runs in the Shadwell Mile. Again, he's 14 to 1. Nobody believed him there. And they shouldn't, really. I mean, I wouldn't have either, probably at that point. But look what he does. He, he, he again, improves his fire yeah. to 104, yeah. wins by a length. And it's uh, two place, five place, quarter swift kick. And this is a front runner in his other two races, right? He's been up front in 44 and 3, 107 and 4. And now he's able to go take him back at 47-1-111. I mean, that's just craziness. I mean, that's what put me on to War Emblem was the fact that he ran really fast going 6-7. and seven. They stretched him at a mile and an eighth, and he was able to go 48. You know what I mean? So I'm, this horse, has he can do any style. If, if nobody goes, I could see him going to the lead. If there's some front running in there, I see him just sitting off. But I, I think he's sitting on a huge race. I really do. And, and this is not a great field this year. It really isn't. If you look at the Euros coming over, they're not that great. They really aren't. And uh, so I'm, I'm he's, and, and, of course, even in OLBG, you'll see they have him, I think, up there like the second or third choice even in England. You know, so that kind of tells you they weren't that crazy about their, their own European horses. Oh, that's a good point. So, and I'm glad you mentioned um, that last so, quarter. I'm looking at that. I, 
I think that's like a twenty-two second last quarter, right? Or maybe even maybe even twenty-one yeah. and four. Um, yeah, twenty. Uh, twenty. Let's see, twenty. 22, yeah, 22-4, and he was Olympic. Yeah, 22-3. and three. I mean, it's crazy, but I don't, you know, I don't know whether to believe that or not. But regardless, it was a terrific race. And so, anyway, um, that's how I'm, he's my, definitely my top pick. Now, going through some of the other horses, um, uh, just to also let you know, again, OLBG, uh, I don't know that there's ever been a winner of the Breeders' Cup mile that has not raced in France. Um, the the British and the Irish horses do not win the mile. Is that crazy or what? When they when, when they come when they come from Britain or Ireland, okay. Um, but when they come from France, so when Aidan O'Brien takes his milers to France and they run, then they can do fine. But if mm. they stay if they stay in Britain and Ireland, now maybe there's been one winner, but I think it's zero. Um, so that I think you need to take that into account. Um, so let's go through real quick. I wasn't going to use uh, Circus Maximus. Um, you know, the October 17th race at Ascot was not very good. Obviously, again, that was the real soft course. Um, I don't know what he's going to do from the one. Maybe he'll try to go. I mean, sometimes he'll do. They put blinkers on him last time again. Maybe he'll go. Um, but, you know, his form doesn't seem like it's been doing very well. But maybe that's the heavy tracks. I'm not sure. But that guy that Bill Mente sent us, what is his name? Nick Luck or something? Uh, like, Nick you know Luck, the yeah, guy yeah, from yeah, Britain. Yeah, sure. Is that yep. his name? Yep. He doesn't. He doesn't like him at all. And I'm just going to trust that he might know more about these horses than I do. I'm sure he does. So, so I'm, that affected me a bit. Um, I will use the the five horse digital age underneath. He'll close. He'll like it firm. I'll use him under. That's the other Chad Brown. Um, I think he's he's worth putting under. Now he he has in his last race at a mile was all the way back in March of last year, uh, but. He's, at least he won two races in a mile, so I, I think the drop back is, probably won't hurt him, and he'll he should close, so he'll be a decent price. Uh, factor this, I may put him in just again very fast. Uh, he's from the 13, so it'll be interesting to see with Ivar from the 11 um, whether uh, you know what Ivar is going to do because the 13 could certainly clear and be very dangerous, but then you also have the 10 Holiday, who's also very fast, right? So. I have a feeling the ten's going to go with Louis Saez, right? There's your boy. So then, so what happens to factor this? And I think I think that'll only help Ivar, who's proven he can come from off the pace and would bit, probably yeah. come from off the pace. That he'll be able to to sit back. It's good that he's got those two horses as a marker. The other thing about factor this, I really like him. He has no wins at a mile. I mean, he he loves a mile and a sixteenth, a mile and an eighth. But it could be that his speed, he's allowed to relax a little more on the and those kind of races and a mile. So, um, you know, I, I, I think it's going to be, he's going to be hurt by holidays. So Cameco is interesting. He's going to be well played and I don't get why necessarily. Um, I think he needs a small, a fast pace. He's also retiring after this race. I don't know about the sale, but he's retiring. Um, and he hasn't, um, he's, He's faced some some uh, some strong fields. Gallo got Rath, at great horse, magical, obviously. But I don't I don't know what he's really done to deserve it. And um, he's in the two hole. And the guy Nick Luck again said he's not crazy about him because he said he's not agile. 
which is an interesting comment. I've never heard that comment. Not agile coming from the two-hole is not great. I don't think, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Right? I mean, and then yeah. he's off slow in this race. And, uh, you know, I I kind of hope they bet him. And, I mean, maybe I'll put him underneath if I, if I have seven horses underneath or something. But... I'm basically going to toss him based on Nick Luck and his two and his two posts. So I don't know. I mean, Morty, that could what, be a nice, uh, what, nice what toss. What post did uh, Siskin draw for? Uh, yeah. So moving on real quick. Uh, Siskin. Yeah, so uh, what what post did Siskin draw? Siskin drew the four. Great post. Okay. Great so post. Yeah, I'm going to get to him because come, my notes here. I happened oh. to come across a random video about Siskin uh-huh. interview with the trainer. He said he wants an inside post and firm turf. He's going to get both right. of them now for certain on Saturday. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have best on firm is my comment. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely a horse I'm using, and I may even have him, you know, in the top. You know, may, maybe make a a box with with uh, Ivar. Yeah, no, he's he, and also Nick Luck said great turn of foot, right? So he he mentioned that in Bill in Bill's notes. And, we, and uh, listeners out there, we want to thank Bill Mentes for sending us those notes. They're very helpful. Um, anyway, so he's, yeah, no, he's had some time off too. He's coming in fresh and, uh, he had a very good race off a layoff from August 19th of August of 19 to June of 20th. He comes and wins, uh, wins there, uh, going a mile in a grade one. He was two to one. So, but that's to me a great sign that, yeah, and he ran in France. I doubt so I was going to point that out. He ran in long chop last time. So that he has to be used. I, I certainly will box, you know, and so forth. Um, the only thing I don't like about this horse, again, you can see it, it's always troubling with these damn Euros. Last two races broke awkwardly, and then the race before he dwelt, okay? I mean, if you dwell, dwell from the four-hole in this race, then he's going to have to move outside and go around. So, you know, it's, yeah, but he has to be used, and let's hope he breaks well. I mean, okay. Let's do so. Um, All right. So let's anyway. Go. Real, real quick, uh, Uni I'll use. Is okay. she going in the sale? You said two, yep. but I'll put yep. underneath. Again, there's a pattern match, one of our favorite things, but it's not as strong as the pattern match from the year before. If you notice, the year before, 104, 105, 106, this year, 93, 99. I don't think she's quite the same horse at six going in the sale. I'll use Raging Bull. Um, you know, six weeks with a prep. I mean, that horse has to be used. I think he'll be, you know, he, he comes from out of it, but he's really tough. I'll use Safe Voyage. Again, and Nick Luck says he runs well. He can handle the heavy, but he's fine on firm. It's not going to be heavy, but he had the long layoff, uh, and then he had six starts, and with improving figures, I think he can stay close, and he's also coming from France. I think you've got to use these horses coming from France, and so that'll be it. So that's if I have Ivar, that's one, and underneath right now I've got one. Uh, just for the listeners, one, uh, two, three, uh, four, five. I only have five underneath. Okay. So that's not okay. that's not bad. Anyway, okay. All right. Um, so we're we're on to the distaff here, Morty. So the big question yeah. is: Is it a two horse race? Is it Monomoy Girl and Swiss Skydiver, or do you see an upsetter in there? Well, I, I do think Mom and Girl is, is the best horse, and, and she's coming in fresh. Brad Cox, you know, again, it's Brad Cox. This horse is just so terrific. I mean, she really is. Uh, she's three for three at the distance, one for one at Keeneland. Um, she's 10 out of 10, you know, on, on the dirt in any of these races. So she's certainly one, two, without much question. Um, 
I, as far as uh, Swiss Skydiver, I'm I'm a little concerned she might bounce. I mean, this you know she's run all these dances and she's amazing, but you know after the Alabama, he ran her in the Kentucky Oaks, and you know she ran okay, but she only gets a 99. She dropped down, and then she moves up and gets the 105 in the Preakness, which was just an insane race, and really she held on, but that was a tough race, and and she got a 105. So. Is she really going to run back to the 102 even or the 105, or could she bounce and go below 100? I mean, mom and a girl, you know, she doesn't have, she only has 200 buyers, 104 in the race before in the ruffian, but, you know, she's just so game and consistent. I mean, she can run 100 and be good enough. So I, I'm, I, I'll put Skydiver underneath just because okay. I don't want to miss the ticket mm-hmm. if I'm right, but... The two horses I really like, Mommy Girl, and I think Harvest Moon has a has a really interesting shot in here, um, and she should be a decent price. Three-year-olds can win this race, um, and she could win it with another move forward. I mean, she obviously loves to win. She hasn't beaten anything out in California. I mean, she won a great two, the Zenyatta, but it's just a four-horse field. I mean, that's the thing I don't like, all these short fields. I, I, I but again, this is a this is a, a, a late, you know, she came to the races late in June, uh, tried her on the turf. It wasn't bad, but then as soon as they put her on the dirt, this horse hasn't lost, and her numbers keep getting better. 79, 89, 90, 97. So with a 97 in the last race, um, and again, she's been given... Uh, six weeks uh, since, or seven weeks since the last race. Um, I love the breeding Uncle Mo. You know, there's nothing wrong with Uncle Mo's. She uh, get the distance number in this. In this, Tomlinson is 407, so she'll definitely hand, handle the distance. And you know, if she goes from a 97 to a 104, she's going to win. I mean, she. You know, I mean, if she goes to a 100 or 101, she's going to be right there. The only thing that could beat her is if Monomy Girl is just, she's undeniable. I mean, she just doesn't be denied. And so, to me, those are my top two, and I'm going to put CC, Horologist, um, uh, could be a long shot play underneath, uh, Point of Honor underneath, Swiss Skydiver underneath. So that, that's how I'm going to play this race. So again, so not, not, a lot of, not a lot of horses. I will just tell you, from the sales ring standpoint, this uh-huh. is an inter- This is always yeah. the case with this race, I think. Okay. Uh, Monomoy Girl, Point of Honor, Valiance, Horologist, and Ollie's Candy all going through the sales ring after wow. this race. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, you know, I, I, just real quick, I would say. Um, wow. Val- Val- that is so crazy. <laughs> well, you know, they can cash out while you can, I guess, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, but, maybe but, I'll just take Harvest Moon and well, <laughs> bet a win bet on her and well, hope, hope I, you're right about all these horses not running. Jeez. I, I, I will tell you. Just real quick, Valence yeah. is a horse that has always interested me. I've watched her, and she's been very good on turf. And I kept wondering, why don't they put this horse on the dirt? And finally, they uh-huh. did kind of inadvertently when the Eatontown was rained off. Um, and, she, you know, she ran very well and then obviously ran very well at Keeneland in the Spinster. Yeah. So that that one interests me. The other one, and I'll just throw this out to you. Um, yeah. Is I'll put her in right now for sure. Is, I see your point. And she got a 96 in her last buy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, on the dirt. Yeah, the other one I, I just think is interesting is Dunbar Road, just because she so showed so much promise as a as a three year old. Um, you know, she was a late starter, and then uh, she come back, came, comes back, and wins against a couple of lesser fields at Churchill, I would say, and at Delaware. And 
it's it's Chad Brown, which always you know you got to pay attention to, and and the only sure. reason why I say I think you got to watch out for that horse is because I doubt very much if the Bell Dame was the target they were shooting for after a no. you know three month layoff, right? I have well, a I gave her three months in the prep. Yep, yeah, that was the prep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Chad said, "Let's Good not get call. to the bottom of this one." So it, it's uh, yeah. but look, no one's going to be surprised if Monomoy Girl just stomps this field, right? I mean, she's true. She's except it's a good point about the sales ring. I mean, I guess they're not going to abuse her, and they got to hope she doesn't. You know, something doesn't happen. That's a good. That's a good. Now, is Valiance? It was that was not one of the ones you mentioned in the sales ring. Right? No, she Valiant. she's going to the sales ring no. too. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's also going in the sales ring. So that is so. That is so weird. God, that is so weird. Yeah, so, I don't know anyway, what it, to make of it, but it's just, it's an interesting, you know, one of those things you got to think about, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, and you said they don't do well. You said they've all at not least they did well. not. Correct. They did not in Churchill in 2018, and I asked on the interwebs, and I was told that that is not uncommon. Uh, now, like I said, I think earlier, the reasons why, or everyone has a theory about why they don't, uh, but yeah. it, stuck, yeah. it stuck out to me, I will tell you what, two years ago. I didn't really track it last year, but it stuck out to me two okay. years ago. And so, um, yeah, it just, and got uh, in 19 horses, too. So, uh, Morty, here we are in the turf. We've got six European invaders lining up against uh, Arklo, Channel Maker, and United. This is a race I have a, I have a hard time getting excited about, but, uh, you know, maybe you've got something for us. Well, it's hard to get excited just because Magical is just, you know, so yeah. terrific. Now, it's interesting. Nick Luck's comment was, can do. Uh, Nick, yeah, can do. He's stealing yeah, from think, me. I think yeah. she can yeah. do. Yeah. And Luck by the way, that. that's the name of your podcast. So, yes. I mean, you know, maybe that's a, that's a, that's an omen. So, anyway, it's, you know, it's hard to get past Magical. Just, you know, she, she hated that, that turf at Ascot last time. She really did. And she still ran her heart out. Um, she, she wants firm, which she'll get. Now, she hasn't had a break, I will say that, but that's Aiden O'Brien. You know, he, the way he runs his horses is just crazy, but but the fact that he's bringing her here, didn't bring the other one, and, you know, putting her in the turf, not the Philly and Mare and all that stuff. So, But he's, you know, what does he care? You know how many races this guy wins? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know what I mean? You know, it's like, what, are they going to fire him if this horse runs third or something? I mean, you know, but... But you have you have you have to use them. Here's an interesting stat from O O uh, L B G. Seventy eight percent of horses that have won the uh, turf race have have not worn blinkers. So the the only time uh, a blinker and the only time a blinker has won is when it's been the first time blinkers. But after the first time, they twenty percent of them do not. I mean, the rest of them just don't win, period. So so Arklo put blinkers on the last time, ran a really good race. <laughs> now it's the second race with the blinkers, so it's kind of funny. But anyway, six years old, very steady. I, you know, I'm going to put him, put him underneath, draws a great post, obviously the one going to the turf, as long as he doesn't get bottled up, but but I'll, I'll use him. But the horse that interests me is, uh, is Lord North. Uh, again, John Godston. And I like him. I like him because, and I'm definitely going to have to use magical. But but Lord North, um, uh, I like him because Nick Luck said, "quote unquote," not in form, right? 
And if you look at it, it sure doesn't look like he's informed, but according to Gostin, I read where he just he does he just hated that ground at Ascot, and so many did. At, you know, it was, it, yeah, and it was like a they called it a bog. I mean, it wasn't just soft; it was a bog, and so it wasn't heavy because heavy you can hit the bottom. Heavy you can get and find the bottom. Oh, according to Jerry Bailey, okay. yeah, told okay. me. But okay. but when it's soft, it's just it gives away, and it's just a bog. I mean, it's like walking in a you know. So he said he hated him. I mean, John Gosden does not abuse horses. He does not bring horses over for their health. Okay, so if he believes in them, I have to. I have. So if you look at him, he actually came back quite good from November uh, at New at Newmarket when he won. Then he put him on the shelf, which is what you would do with a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Brings him out six months later in June. He wins his first start. Now it's a five-horse field in the Grade Three. Who cares? But he did win. So he's in, he's obviously. And look at the number. This is what you want to see from two to three. He goes from one fifteen to one twenty three. These are time forms, not buyers, of course. Then the next race at Ascot, which is obviously a much better course, Grade One, Prince of Wales. He's five to one, so he's not the favorite, and he wins by three. I mean, that's pretty impressive, and he improves his buyer to one twenty eight. And then what happens? He goes in the Judmont. He's he leaves him off two more months. I think his plan was to give him another freshener and then run him twice, and then the Breeders' Cup. Well, um, he uh, or maybe his plan was to leave him off two months, give him a prep race, and then go in the Champion, which they do love to run to win the Champion, as you know. So what's he do? He, he catches a good track and again a short field and Guy Raw, Guy Ref, however you say it, and Magical both in the field. So it's no harm to run third there, at four, you know, four and a half lengths back. In. Uh, I lost lost the shoot, says as well in that in that race. Exactly, yes. I was going to comment. Exactly, yeah, lost the yeah. shoe. So there, that's a nut. So he's had two. Okay, then he catches the bog, and he has two excuses. Yeah, yeah. So now he yeah. definitely wants firm, and you told me he's definitely getting firm. Mm-hmm. And I think Gaza, and I think he'll be he'll be you know based on his last two right, I think he'll be six, eight, maybe ten to one. So I I think he, and you know he fits. I mean he really fits. So. So those are my top two, and then the other horse I really do like a lot, and it'll be actually my top three. I'm going to play a trifecta box, but then I'll fool around with some other horse. I think, I think it could be an all-European ticket, and it's happened before. You know, they've run one, two, three, four in this race before. They really have. Is Tar- Tarnawal. Now, the Darmont Well does not a great trainer, but he does not have a good record in the Breeders' Cup, but... Um, According to Nick Luck, he says he's moving forward, um, and uh, this is his, it's a filly, but it's his first race against males, but fillies have, as you know, done well in this race of one. Uh, he closes, and he had a long layoff, then three preps, and this is definitely his best distance. He's three for five, going a mile and a half. Last race, again, at Long Chomp, and that heavy going, and he wins it. I mean, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah, with he the wins it, the race for him. Yeah, yeah, it's a big yeah, number. Yeah. And the race, race before... She wins the Grade One uh, at five to one, so she wasn't the favorite. Wins by three in that race. That was on firm, which is really a good sign. And the race before that, she wins it. Now that's at Cork, but that's a mile and a half. Wins again at eight to one. So I don't know who the hell was in that race, but that there's Cayenne Pepper, who's in the Philly and Mare race. She beat her like a drum. So not quite like a drum, but beat her pretty good. One and three quarter. So these are three yeah. really good races, and has been pro- well handled. And again, this this she's she's definitely worth putting in. Um, so those are my top three. I will use. Um, I will certainly use underneath. I'll use Arclo. 
I will use Mogul, the other Aiden O'Brien, who uh, Nick Luck does not like. He, she's, he said not the real deal, so I'll trust him on that, but still, still put him under. And then I'll use uh, United. You know, uh, is, is, is United? I guess he's not going to sale because he's a gelding, so he's not going to go on the sale course. But, but four, but four month layoff, three preps, and then seven weeks. Uh, good style, good works. Uh, but again, a mile and a half is not this horse's best distance. I mean, he's had two starts and, and two seconds, which isn't bad. But if you look, um, he was a dollar. He was even money in one and finished second with a ninety-five. So that's not all that all great. Um, and the other mile and a half, uh, he was sec. Uh, the other mile and a half, he did do well. I was the BC Turf. Yeah, nobody knew him. Then he was border. Yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. 50 to one. Yeah, yeah I mean that nobody knew this horse. So. Yeah, so I think a mile and an eighth, a mile and a quarter is his best, but I think he's worth worth putting in just because he's in he's in really good form, you know. And so it's Richard Mandela. Right? Have... That's the other thing. It's Richard Mandela. And it's Richard Mandela who's yeah. terrific in the Breeders' yeah. Cup. So yeah. anyway, so those those are that's okay. that race. I do like this race a lot. I'm going to use use those three and, and then get the other. All side. right. So we're All on right, to, the, to the we're on to the classic, to the big uh, one. I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to wonder: Are people finally going to get off this Tacitus train? Uh, that's a big question I have, but I'm really curious to see what you think about this one because I have a, I have a definite thought about this one, but I want to hear what you have you have first. Yeah, well, you know, when the I wasn't really sure, um, and uh, bef- before the race, uh, before I saw the post positions, I definitely like Maximum Security and Tis the Law were my two top horses. I'm still going to use use both of them for sure. I, I think Tis the Law. I'm not. I'm sure they're not happy with the two-hole because this is a horse, and, and I don't know why they feel like they have to always run them outside of horses. In fact, I so now he draws the two. So now you know I, I do still like him. And I think he, hopefully he'll work out a trip how somehow, and I still like Maximum Security just because he's so damn game. But you know the nine's definitely going to go, and now if the nine doesn't break well again, then I could definitely see the ten, ten going, and that would really be terrific because I think he won't be beat if he gets to the front. Authentic, I don't trust. I really don't trust. Okay. I don't like improbable. I'll use him under only, but I don't like him because he beats small field, and this is not his best distance either. I mean, he's just not a mile and a quarter horse. He just is not. The horse I really, really like, though, is Tom's Day Tot. I just, I think, I know he's seven years old. <laughs> Uh, but I think he's really sitting on a terrific race. Uh, he had the four-month layoff, and then he had two and a half months, and he wins. He got his best figure of 109. Then he had another three-month layoff, and um, and he, he's terrific on the layoff. You can look back. I think this trainer knows him. Um, the distance is questionable. He's had one start in one second, um, so I'm, that's, the, that's the negative. But I, I'm going to use basically my top three or Tom's Day Tots is the law of maximum security, and then I'll, I'll put you know improbable, title ready, tacticus, and authentic underneath, and I really don't care. I mean, I, I'm, and I'm not that crazy about the race, to be honest. With you. I mean, okay. you know, well, I, uh, I hope I've won some money by the time this comes along. Right, otherwise, playing with, playing with I'm not going to have a great yeah. Breeders' Cup. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you know, What's Al Stahl definitely knows how to win this race. We know that. Uh, there's no question about that. I will say this about um, Tis the Law, who I really like here. I agree with you. That was a bad tactical choice by Manny Franco in the Derby. Um, and this is not 
my theory about why I, I like Tis the Law is not anything that shows up necessarily in the past performances. Uh, it is that the Sacatoga, let me try that word again, Sacatoga stable guys are all mm-hmm. upstate New York guys. And I am convinced that this summer the race that meant the most to them was the Travers. Yeah, yeah, good and, point. you know, he won it. Now, he was geared down at the end, but I think that they had that horse uh, just So totally revved up. up for that yeah, race. Yeah. Oh, my God. One, 109, he gets geared down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the, and the Derby <laughs> is four weeks later. I don't think it was the race. I mean, they you want to win the Kentucky Derby, but I think the race that they really wanted to have on the resume was the Travers. So if you think about perhaps they had this horse way too keyed up or really keyed up for the Travers, Four weeks later, he comes yeah. back in the Derby. Second with a bad tactical decision is not a bad run, right? Um, right. And one thing I have noticed about Barkley over the years, when I have been able to kind of get in tune with him, his training pattern shows uh, I'm going to step hard on him, and I'm going to work him really hard, then I'm going to back off. I'm going to work him really hard, and I'm going to back off. I'm going to work him hard, and back mm-hmm. off. And that's exactly what he's done here he's got the nice rest. I agree with you. The post I was hoping oh. for an outside post. I love the eight weeks. I love the yeah. eight weeks for this horse. Yeah, that I love. Yeah. Um, and I think so. I don't tell think me he's about the post. I don't think the, the works I also love, and I agree with you the way he's working. And I've, the fact that he took him to Keeneland and worked him is really good because he wanted to make sure he handles the him track. Get him over the track. Tell exactly. me about the two. Tell me about the two posts. What's he going to do? In, in yeah, you know, um, I, I if. It, if he can lay close in like a second flight, kind of unencumbered by others around him, I don't think he has to break to the lead. I think he has to be clear of others, though, if that makes sense, right? I mean, if he can kind of tuck in behind and not be buried. Um, and I'm not necessarily convinced he has to be outside of other horses. I think they are, though, and I think Manny Franco probably yeah, is they convinced. Are. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, he's scared to death. Yeah. yeah. So the break is going to be really important. Um, but look, if if... If <laughs> if it happens again like it did in the Derby that a couple of speed horses don't break, then take the lead this time, Manny. Learn from yeah. from that, right? Um, yeah. I just go back to his form earlier in the year, and he has such a high cruising speed. And if you look at, like, the Florida Derby and the Belmont, he went by horses like they were standing still, and he wasn't even really being asked. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think he's I think he's that good. I think I think he was just way revved up for the – Travers and and that accounts for the loss in the dirt. That's my operating theory. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and I think he's going to be five to one. I don't think he's going to be three to one. I think he's going to be five to one myself. Okay. Well, that's good too. And here's what's interesting: um, he's in the two hole, so the one hole is Tacticus, who's really not fast. I mean, he he, he was on the lead in a forty nine three last time, so forget that. So um, so he 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 he'll easily outbreak the one. The three is by my standards. He's he's going to. Um, I would imagine he should outbreak him, although this horse, you know, does lay fairly close. But he should outbreak him, and Tom's de Tot is, you know, he'll outbreak him. So he should easily be able to get over. He should get to the rail. This is what he should do and save the ground. Go to the rail, and then let Authentic and Maxim Security. You know, go ahead outside of you and go. But on the back stretch, he should be in the garden spot inside with these two horses in front. Then, if he wants to move them out in the middle of the track, you know, he he could do that. Yeah, but yeah. 
or he could, if he really had the guts, if it was Calvin Morrell, he would sit on that rail and wait for those two speed horses to tire, and then he'd come right through and, God, win, win for fun. So maybe he'll do that. Maybe he'll surprise us. But, no, I, I'm definitely using the horse. I think the horse is up, coming up to a huge race. I just wish... I just wish he wasn't the two-hole because I, I don't trust Manny Franco, but we'll That's, see what happens. Those are the, those are the yeah, wild cards. It's the post. Yeah, it's it's the always wild cards in this yeah. race, though. Yeah. really is. So. Thanks very much for this. I've enjoyed yeah. the discussion. I'm looking forward I have to, yeah. to this day. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about Friday really just doesn't do it for me in the Breeders' Cup. I wish they had kind of yeah, no, the classic line. Yeah, this but, is good concentrating um, on Saturday. It's too many races anyway. So it's it good. I, exactly. I was able to really do a lot of work, and I hope I brought some some insight. And I'm either your fans are going to love me, hate me, or feel like they kissed their <laughs> sister at the end of the day. So it's one of those three. All right. Well, can't I, lose. I will say this. I love talking to you, Morty. I really enjoyed it. So thank you very much. All right? You have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thanks, right. Bill. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do this here in the telegraph. For more of it, I'll bite. I hear his foot's all right. Of course, it all depends on the horse. Last night, I know it's balanced.